Welcome to Automation Chat. I'm your host, Teresa Haug, Executive Editor of the Journal from Rockwell Automation and our partner Network Magazine. This is our first episode in our regular series, In Case You Missed It, where I read a great article from the journal that you might have missed and which can be very useful to you. But before I dive in, it's time for our family-friendly, silly joke of the day. What do you call someone who gets mad when there's no bread? Lax toast intolerant. Okay, this article is titled, Four Common Questions About Zero Energy State and Lotto, which means lockout tagout. And it's by Urson Hopi, Safety Project Engineer at Rockwell Automation. For electrical safety, it's important to understand zero energy state, identify all energy going into and out of equipment, neutralize it, and make it safe to service. A common question when learning about lockout tagout or lotto is, what exactly is a zero energy state? The answer might seem obvious at first, but when you apply the definition to the workplace, the complexity quickly builds and questions arise. A zero energy state is the point at which equipment has been safely isolated from any chances of re-energization or release of residual energy. It helps protect employees from unplanned or inadvertent startup or equipment movement while performing maintenance, repairs, or cleaning. Said more plainly, it's achieved when you've shut everything off and nothing can hurt you. Here are four common questions people ask about zero energy state. What defines energy? Are there magnitude limits? Energy is any energy going into or out of or residing within the equipment. For example, if you consider a case packer, many people will assume it only has electrical energy. Few others might find the pneumatic line and realize it also should be part of the lotto procedure. However, to truly establish a zero energy state on the case packer, the procedure must address all forms of energy, such as hot glue that may be powered separately, gravitational energy, and kinetic energy generated from the moving machine parts. Also, adjacent equipment, such as an in-feed and out-feed conveyor, might need to be considered if they could pose a hazard to the authorized employee when servicing the case packer. Regarding magnitudes, OSHA standard 1910.147 doesn't set upper or lower limits for lotto. For the equipment being worked on, all sources of energy must be at zero energy state. The 50-volt electrical limit you might be wondering about is for electricians working in electrical panels. In the case packer example, the main 480-volt disconnect will be locked out and the glue machine is disconnected if it's separate. But if the electrical panel still has less than 50 volts live inside to keep the programmable logic controllers from losing their programming, this is acceptable because the procedure is made to work on the case packer, not the electrical panel. Question number two. How does a zero energy state pertain to non-lockable energy sources such as gravity, thermal, or kinetic energy? A zero energy state refers to all sources of energy, whether lockable or non-lockable. For example, if the equipment has the potential for raised loads, such as an elevator or hoist, then confirming your lotto procedure to address steps to dissipate or neutralize this source will be critical to establishing a zero energy state. But what about other non-lockable sources? For kinetic energy, the lotto procedure must address how to stop rotating components and how to keep them from spinning if there's potential to do so. For thermal sources like a hot furnace, they'll need time to cool down. Capacitors also need time to discharge and might need to be grounded to reach zero energy state. 
Question number three. Do I have to worry about the equipment's total weight, like if they tip over? If the equipment is designed to lift or raise up, then yes, you do need to account for its ability to store potential energy due to gravity. The lotto procedure will need to take steps to neutralize that hazard. If the equipment is tall but securely installed, then you don't need to worry about the unlikely scenario that someone will unsecure it and tip it over. While that could be a hazard, it isn't covered by lotto. That would be covered under the job hazard assessment for installation, moving, or removal of the equipment. Question number four. What about adjacent processes or equipment? Does that play a part? Yes, it does, especially in a manufacturing line. Equipment before, after, or nearby the equipment being worked on may need to be locked out too if you will be working nearby. When you're locking out a piece of equipment, you're saying to yourself, when this lotto process is correctly applied, I will be safe to work on this equipment without fear of being injured from an unexpected restart or re-energization. For example, if an adjacent outfeed conveyor starts up unexpectedly while you're working on the outfeed side of your equipment, you might get caught in a nip point and become injured. On the infeed side of the machine, you now have the infeed conveyor to deal with. It could catch you in its pinch points or the material it's conveying could impact you. You can help prevent these situations if the lotto process includes locking out adjacent equipment hazards. So to conclude, for the concept of a zero energy state, the common theme is this. Confirm that you identify all energy going into and out of the equipment and show how to neutralize it to make the equipment safe to service. Lotto may be complicated, but it doesn't have to be difficult. If you need help or would like to know more, contact your industrial automation supplier. So thank you for listening to this article. If you'd like to read it, check the link in our episode description that takes you to our webpage. And just a reminder that we publish 12 issues a year, four print magazines in January, April, July, and October, and digital magazines in the other eight months. I put links in the episode description so you can easily subscribe to either format. All subscriptions are free. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of In Case You Missed It. I'm Teresa Hauk, and we'll chat again soon. If you enjoy Automation Chat, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you so much for listening.